Housewives, what the fuck is up, you sexy bitches? I have with me here Jackie Perez, the sexy badass bitch that brought some bitches down. She's here to talk a little bit about everything going on in M Town with some shady ass bitches that we're not going to mention because they do not deserve that clout. Um, nor do we want that smoke. Just kidding, we want all the fucking smoke. But Jackie, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Hello. I'm Jackie. As Karen said, no free clout. Of course, we won't mention their names, but we want to spread awareness of what went down. For sure. And we definitely want to let everyone know that you have to speak out. You have to speak out, especially if you're not a person of color and you witness something like this. Like if you're white and you can stand up for the community, do so. And that's what happened here. So, Jackie, this is actually our first time meeting. A true pleasure. I just want to know, what's your first impression of me? All right. So, my first impression of you was that you are very vocal on your um, opinions. And you really do speak up to what you believe in. And also, I've seen your Instagram page, and you are a really good baker. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for all of those comments. Yes, I would agree with you. You are also very vocal about being, you know, an activist and advocating for minorities. So, yeah, that's that's super great. Jackie, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're passionate about. Give us a little bit of background about you. Well, long story short, I was born in Santa Paula, California, but then shortly, of course, moved over here to Marshtown, Iowa, which was the worst decision we could have made. I know. I t- I literally think of that about my parent about my parents too. Like, come on, you guys. You had anywhere you could have gone in the entire US and you choose the middle butt cheek in the middle of fucking Iowa. Like which what the well, fuck? Cornfields. Nothing cute. Just fucking cornfields. <laughs> but of course, I guess I have to move with them. Can't be left out. <laughs> After that, um, I actually graduated last year from Marshtown High School, and I've just been pursuing my degree in nursing. Word? Fuck yeah, that's amazing. So we're actually both daughters of immigrant parents. Personally, how has that shaped you as a person? Personally, it has been really tough. I'm not going to lie. It really has thickened my skin and has made me become more independent as well. I mean... I lost my dad at the age of six because he was deported. Shortly after that, my mom lost her home. I'm so sorry. After that, obviously, we lost our home because she couldn't keep up with the bills. It was just her. So then we moved with my grandparents, which I love them. Mm -hmm. Like, my abuelitos have helped us so much. Mm -hmm. I'm really thankful for them. And then after that, at the age of 15, I started working. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. That shit was fucking terrible. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to work at the age of 15. Mm -hmm. Like, why do I have to work? You know, like... You're you're a baby. You're a child. It's like a baby working. I was working at McDonald's back then. Like, Mm -hmm. obviously, that's the only job I could get. Mm -hmm. I didn't do the Spiga because... Oh, my God. Get out of sad, like my mom says. Yeah, I... That shit, fuck that. But... I think that at that point, you kind of didn't have a choice. You had to help your parents in order to prosper, you know, and that's the story of a lot of children of 
of immigrants is that they also have to work in order to help provide for their families because their parents, no matter how hard they work, no matter how they get up before the sun even comes up and they come home after the sun goes down, they're not paid a living wage because they're not documented. I'm sorry, but no human being can be, quote, illegal, unquote. That is some xenophobic racist bullshit that absolutely we will not stand for and then well two years went by i decided my mom and i decided that hey it's time to move out mm-hmm. mm-hmm. basically telling me that i have to help her pay bills which i was of course gladly to do that mm-hmm. and well back then i just didn't realize what was going on because I was a kid like why isn't my dad here like mm-hmm. why isn't he here for my birthday again like why am I not spending father's day with him again mm-hmm. like what's going on mm-hmm. and it's just like it really helps you realize that the things you love the most can be taken away easily my dad has no criminal record mm-hmm. did nothing wrong but work hard mm-hmm. but still got deported so was he deported in the raids of JBS in 2006? Yes. Holy fuck. I remember that day. That's actually like one of my very first vivid memories. I was in second grade um, and I remember the secretary came up and she like had to escort a child away because his parents had been detained and he had to go like home with a different set of family members. And I remember, I never saw that kid again. Uh, Literally ever. It just makes you wonder, like, what happened yeah. to those kids that what happened? Exactly. And that's the thing is, like, those children who have parents who have been deported, they're stuck here without them. And that is the most heartbreaking thing for what? For one fucking piece of it's documentation? So for fucking a piece of paper and that's not even it is that so many undocumented people have been in the legal process to become residents and they have spent thousands of dollars on lawyers and they have spent years upon years just waiting for that letter to come to let them know you're welcome in the in the country that you have paid taxes into and have contributed to the society of but you're not good enough to be a fucking resident. Like, that's just, to me, is completely mind-boggling. It really is. And the process of becoming legal here is... It's a nightmare. It's really a nightmare. We paid to have copies of stuff. I We had to write letters saying that that's my dad. We had to show pictures. Mm-hmm. We had to show a birth certificate. My mom spent thousands of dollars mm-hmm. on lawyers. Mm-hmm. And my dad was Castillo for, like, six years. That's fucking awful. So for those of you who don't, who don't know what that means, that means when they're, um, people are penalized and they are not allowed to come back into the country until a certain amount of time. And then when they when that time passes, they can come back and reapply to become a resident. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. I you And the thing is, is that so many people, especially so many white people, take for granted having their parents around. You know, those little turmoil twins let's call them they never ever could ever imagine being in a world without their parents they could never imagine one of their parents being taken away from them unjustly they could never imagine 
helping their parents with bills at the age of fucking 15. They could never endure such a hardship that could ever have them sympathize with anyone that's not in their immediate circle. That's what they're so fucking dense that they cannot empathize with anybody like that because that's just not their experience. And I know they are really big on traditions. Many kids didn't have any of that. Christmas, dad was gone. Father's Day, dad was gone. His birthday, he was gone. As well as um, my birthdays, too. I spent a lot of my birthdays with my mom and my grandparents only. Mm -hmm. I would get phone calls from my dad only Mm -hmm. saying happy birthday. And um, I remember my dad would tell me that things will get better one day. And it's just like, it's just really sad that that I just couldn't even have him with me. And it's so traumatic because I remember growing up. It's okay. I remember growing up, everybody had quinceañeras. And um, I didn't have one because I wasn't able to have the father and daughter dance. I wasn't, I couldn't just relate to that. And it's just, it made me really sad. All my family wanted me to have a 15. I just couldn't do that because my dad wasn't with me. Like, what's the point of having that dance? Like, what's the point of having a quinceañera if he's not going to be there? It's just really sad. It's just really traumatic. Nobody should go through stuff like that. Especially at such a young age. And it's just like, it really fucks up with your head. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's just hard. It's just, it makes you realize everything could be taken away from you. Like, so easy. This government's so corrupt. And it's just... They don't give a fuck about families. Mm-mm. So much for a free country, but it's not. Mm-mm. Look at all the fucked up shit they do. All the kids in cages. Mm-hmm. All the... Families being separated. and that. It's just really sad. I'm so sorry that you went through that. And that is something that a child should never, ever go through. Is, and that's the thing. is like Latinx people have their parents taken away from them and deported. Black people have... Their brothers and sisters, their fathers and daughters assassinated by law enforcement for what? Not having a fucking blinker on? It's it's disgusting. The systemic racism that this country was literally raised on. This country would not exist without systemic racism. Without any of us. This country wouldn't be shit without us. This country would just... Literally, literally without people of color. This country was built on the backs of black people and then sustained by the labor of immigrants. And what has this country done? Do nothing but shit on them and their human fucking rights. Exactly. We're just done. And that's what this fucking movement is all about. I know that our generation could be the change of this bullshit. We do not have to go through this shit anymore. My parents have told me that they're just used to this. People are being racist to their jobs. No, that should not be okay. They shouldn't be used to this type of shit. Like, people need to speak up. Like, fuck being fucking racist. Mm-hmm. Speak up for what you believe in. Fuck being racist. Absolutely. So, let's pivot a little bit. And um, can you explain to us what happened with the two former MHS students who made racist comments who were then checked for making those racist comments by a fuck ton of former and current MHS alumni. And then their mommy went on a little Facebook rant and threatened to sue everyone who just stood up to them. You guys did nothing but just stand up to them and be like, no, this isn't okay. And they should have been like, 
we are sorry for saying that. We'll try to do better. And everyone would have been like, okay, cool, get better. But no, they just wanted to play the victim card. They wanted to fucking cry about it. They wanted to be whiny about it. They wanted nothing to to do except victimize themselves. And then when they receive retaliation for that, they're like, oh, we're going to sue you. Like, no, you're just trying to instill fear in the people who are trying to stand up to you. And that is exactly what we are not putting up with. Exactly. Um, I know many people may have not known this or many people do, but it was about a week ago when this happened. Uh, one of the twins, which I won't say their name because no free clout. <laughs> and I don't want to be accused of cyberbullying again because at this point I'm just over it. Uh, she quoted a tweet about someone sharing a video of an elderly white woman being um, harassed by some looters mm-hmm. during the whole movement that's been going on. And mm-hmm. she decided to quote that tweet saying she's disgusted by this and that people are ruining our great country and that are just using this movement to just break the law. When I saw her tweet, I thought, this is a dumbass bitch. Like, I know this bitch did not say this, like, honey, read the room, read what's going on. Literally. And I decided to quote, well, comment under it saying, this country is way far from that, honey. Mm -hmm. What they did, yes, what they did was completely wrong. But let me interject. No, we, we can't really, like, support looting. However, we cannot tell black people how to grieve. We cannot Correct. tell Correct. them how to how to mourn the loss of thousands of unarmed black people. How can we not burn the fucking streets to the fucking ground when someone was killed and his last words were him crying out for his mother? Who was dead about two years ago or a year ago. He was crying for his mother who is in heaven. But absolutely horrific. Anyway, I'm sorry. It's fine. Go ahead. And uh, I told her, but of course, you can't relate to that since you aren't a woman of color. Mm -hmm. 15 minutes later passed. She decided to comment back to me saying, if I dislike this country so much to leave, that that's what she would do. But she loves this country. Now, mind me, when I read that fucking tweet, I was like, This bitch is fucking ignorant. Mind you, this is definitely someone who does not support, who probably does not support the relocation of refugees and doesn't support people who are in another country, like, say, Mexico or Syria or Guatemala or whatever, who are fleeing from civil war in their own fucking country, are fleeing from poverty and are trying to come to a different country for a better life. Because their country couldn't provide that to them because they were not given the resources nor the opportunities. So they had to literally drop everything they had, leave their loved ones and try to make a better life for themselves. And they're like, oh, well, if you don't like it, leave. It's like, I'm sorry. Like, if you don't like it, leave, honey. This isn't your country. This is stolen from the Native Americans. What the fuck is like ignorant? I just can't believe it with her and of course shout out to all the people who spoke up against mm-hmm. her fucking racist comment that said something it blew up mm-hmm. everybody stood up mm-hmm. and raised their opinion and 
What did you think she did? She tattertailed on her mommy. Of course. Are we surprised? No. Obviously, they would tell their little mommy what's been going on. But what did happen is she deactivated her Twitter. She thought, I don't care about anybody else's opinion. Let me just deactivate and everybody, everybody will forget about this. No, honey. Nobody is going to forget about this. You are known for the racist girl. Mm-hmm. And then her mom went on a racist rant on Facebook. Can you enlighten me a little bit on what her little talking points were? Because I was actually sent her Facebook post because her mom indeed blocked me again. I was blocked. Are we surprised? No. But she wrote a fucking book saying, I just can't believe what's going on with my daughters. Like, this is just harassment. This is cyberbullying at this point. These Mexican girls are saying all this stuff. I just don't understand. My daughters have worked so hard for what they have. And it's just so fucked up. Basically saying all that bullshit. And what one of her comments got to me was, all these people of color get all these scholarships, but... None of the Caucasian kids get any. My daughters have to pay for their sorority. And I'm almost in debt. I'm sorry that your children are so insufferable that they have to pay thousands of dollars in order to make fucking friends. Truly, I thought making friends was for free, but I guess you have to pay fucking money to make friends to be in debt. (laughs) Yeah, if you're a fucking cunt, you do. Okay, no shade to everyone in sororities. I'm sure y'all do philanthropy and shit, but, like, some of y'all really just join that shit because you can't really make friends otherwise, which is fine. Don't get me started with that. True, 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 true. Hey, housewives. Have you gotten snacks, toiletries, or grocery items delivered through the GoPuff app yet? Well, what in the world are you waiting for? Use my code HOUSEWIFE5. For five bucks off your first two orders for a total of ten dollars in savings. That's housewife five H O U S E W I F E five five bucks off your first two orders with the Go Puff app. Fuck you waiting for. Go Puff, bitch. So do you think we'll get sued for talking shit on this podcast? You know what? I think this bitch will sue us. <laughs> I really do think this bitch will try to sue us. But, like she said, and the colleges of these girls have said, we are protected by our First Amendment. Just can't believe it. When I saw her say that, I was just like, you're just trying to fearmonger some people who are trying to stand up to you. Like, you are literally, you're being held accountable for the fucked up shit that you've done and you've said. And for that very reason, you're trying to instill more fear. Oh, let me just... Fight these people that are confronting me about my racism with more racism. That'll make sense. That makes great sense. Also, in the comment section of her mom post, we were called thugs. We were called racists. And we were called bitches, too. Don't get me started. Her comment section was full of elderly white women (laughs) and elderly white men. The Karens were fucking let loose it's like they had a meeting all the karens had a fucking meeting they probably had a meeting in a hair salon to talk about this and probably like fucking burnt ass blonde that uh, i just you you already know what blonde i'm talking the about. thing is is that like they try so hard 
to be tan and all that shit. First of all, you look orange on your fucking you like Instagram. I now I see why you guys like him because he looks orange like you guys. I see it. I, I guess. I mean, go do you if you like raping so much. I mean, go do you, girl. So, um, you did start a petition on change.org that got taken down for bullying. Actually, yes, it really did. I got the email saying your petition is taken down because it was marked as bullying. When I looked at that, I was like, honey, where am I? What? But the petition, basically, my friends and I started it Mm -hmm. just for the community to see what's been going on to us. Mm -hmm. Because not many people knew about this. Only the Kims on Facebook knew. Not the whole community. (laughs) Only the Kims. (laughs) I'm telling you, only the Kims. Period. And just for their colleges to see it and to not ignore what happened because... Their colleges were copying and pasting their responses to everybody, saying that they'll handle this, that they are going to do something about this. But are you really going to do something about this? Keep in mind, this is the same fucking university who had two students recreate, disgustingly recreate, the death of George Floyd. They had two of their students... I, I've, I haven't seen the video because I think that if I were to see it, I'd probably fucking throw up. But they recreated that video and were making fun of it. We're making fun of this man's death. And they did not expel those students, y'all. Those students withdrew voluntarily. So we're talking about a school who's probably not going to hold their students accountable. And that's just a really sad reality because... Uh. To quote a tweet I saw on Twitter earlier this week, why the reason why we dox racists, the reason why we expose the fuck out of them and why we fucking light their schools up with emails and phone calls and everything is so those racist people don't grow up to be racist nurses, racist teachers, racist doctors, Racist and racist lawmakers, the most important. Oh, yes. Because ultimately, those people have lives in their fucking hands that because they're racist, they don't see people of color as equal humans as them. So they're going to treat them as inferior because they truly don't fucking believe that they deserve human rights. And that is why we are sitting here today talking to you about these fucking atrocities. That is why that change.org petition was made. That is why everything was spoken out. So I hope that after you listen to this, you fucking realize that there's still fucking racist people here, even in this small ass hillbilly ass town. Oh, they're especially rampant in those hillbilly ass oh, towns. I bet they're in the cornfields right now having a racist meeting or like, oh, Connor it. wants to know if you want anything from Taco John's. Oh no. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. Okay. But yeah, I I wouldn't want personally for them to take care of my family if they ever go in the nursing field and the healthcare field or mm-hmm. anything related to it. I wouldn't want them to take care of them because they are fucking racist. What if they fucking end up murdering my fucking family? Mm-hmm. They have their Literally, their lives in their fucking hands. I just have one last thing. I know that um, 
those girls are going to probably listen to this episode as is their mom and the rest of the people who are, you know, were involved. And my message to you is that if you do not like being, quote, harassed, unquote, or actually being held accountable for the things that you have said that are inherently fucked up, reflect, read up, learn. Netflix has a literal queue of documentaries you can watch to educate yourself. You do not have to be this way. It's over for y'all. It's over for racists. Y'all are going to be attacked, doxxed, and fired. Rightfully fucking so. And we're going to do everything in our fucking power to dismantle white supremacy. And we will not fucking stop until that is done. Those are my final thoughts. And also, I would really like to add that I want to thank everybody who spoke up about this. It's been just so amazing seeing the support. And I just want to thank Josie, Nayeli, Bernice, Ashlyn, Daisy, Jenya, Anthony, Sophia, Brianna Dean, Lisbeth, Guadalupe, Riley, Taylor, Martha's, Kaya, Cyrus, Sammy, which is a different Sammy, a different Sammy, guys. Okay, a, a good one, a good Sammy. Abby, Anna, Christina, Trenton, which shout out to him. He's white and he spoke up. Very good. We appreciate that. And Jonah. Jonah. I, I don't know. I don't really know how to say his name. So. Jonah. Jonah. Love you. Denise. And Noah, I saw your tweets and truly amazed. Juliana, Phoebe, Lamera, and especially my boyfriend, which is named Swan, very typical, for standing up as well and for fucking supporting me. Because of these of course. bitches. Fucking of course. This is what we have to do. We have to band together. This is a time where we all have to come together and disband white supremacy and stand up to fucking racists because there's no fucking room for them. No, ma'am. Thank you so much for being here with me, Jackie. I appreciate the fuck out of you. Thank you for coming on. You were a great pleasure. It was a pleasure being here as well. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening, you guys. Bye. Bye.